Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to marketing strategies to regulatory pressures. A commonly held perception of the ongoing renaissance in the food and beverage industry is that only small, nimble startups are innovating to meet consumers' evolving needs, and that large legacy companies must acquire or incubate new brands to keep up. But how true is this? On the one hand, there certainly are a lot of new companies bringing bold ideas to the market, such as snacks made from insects and water made from bananas. But a closer look at the new products, marketing campaigns, and packaging concepts rolled out in recent months by Kraft Heinz, which is arguably one of the largest players in the industry, suggests that big food companies are not only capable of innovation, but they're excelling at it. To find out more about how Kraft Heinz is keeping its iconic brands relevant to consumers today through innovation, as well as rolling with consumers changing eating patterns and dietary demands, I spoke with Nina Barton, the company's Senior Vice President of Marketing, Innovation, and Research and Development. While she acknowledged that the acquisition can be a powerful tool for reshaping a company's portfolio to meet consumer needs, she said Kraft Heinz is all in right now on innovation and renovation of its existing brands, which she notes have strong equity and high household penetration that work in the company's favor. We are very proud of our position in terms of innovation. You know, in the last year, we've actually been able to double our innovation output. It's obviously a very important part of the Kraft Heinz future. Um, And so we are aggressively focusing on that. We have put a dedicated team uh, focused on breakthrough innovation to ensure that we're continuing to focus on forward-looking trends um, and ensuring that we are delivering against um, the needs of the next generation. And we additionally have very, very dedicated mark brand builders who are focused on innovation within their categories and the brands in which we currently play. In particular, she says Kraft Heinz is tracking and innovating around three major trends, snacking, clean and healthy ingredient profiles, and bold flavors. What we've seen over the last couple of years is an increased uh, desire for consumers to have choices. Um, And when they think about how they eat, um, there's a couple of major trends that are emerging. There's a growth in snacking, and we're seeing a massive growth in snacking. Um, They obviously want to know a lot about what's in their food. Um, And also we see a growth in sort of flavor profiles overall. And in snacking, what we're seeing, Elizabeth, is that that Americans aren't sitting down to eat three meals anymore. They're really eating a lot of smaller meals in between. And when we look at that that, uh, space, in the snacking space, 75% of adults are basically saying that they are looking to get more protein in their diet as well. Um, And so what we're seeing is a growth in a couple of areas, snacking overall, but also growth within the snacking protein section. Um, And so what we anticipate going forward is that there's going to be a continued growth in snacking and mini meals um, in this space. So that's sort of one big growth area, which is the snacking category. And then when we look at ingredients, what we're really seeing is that consumers are telling us they want to feel better about the ingredients in their foods that they serve their families. Um, But at the same time, we know we can't compromise on taste because our consumers have such high expectations. And finally, what we're seeing is that consumers are wanting more and more uh, flavor-forward profiles. 
Um, so if you look at some of the innovation we've been able to do in our Heinz barbecue sauce, uh, where we've been able to bring regional flavors to the forefront, that's a great example of how we've continued to develop and drive those, uh, those flavors. Taking a closer look at these trends, Kraft Heinz was an early player in the now booming protein snack space with the award-winning launch of its P3 Portable Protein Packs, which has provided the foundation for countless other extensions across the company's portfolio. Barton explains how the concept was created and how it's expanding. We launched uh, P3 a few years ago, and it started off with um, some options in the, it was basically meat, cheese, and usually nuts in, that, uh, in the P3, hence three types of protein. Um, and we've now taken that idea and expanded it further to uh, the P3 protein plates, which is basically a larger size version of that, which I think is about 60% more food. And then also, we've also looked at, um, at Oscar Mayer natural meat and cheese plates. And those are two examples of where we'd be able to take that trend of protein snacking and expand it past just the, the individual P3 packages that we had to a, lot, a, big, a bigger uh, offering. We also have taken that same idea of P3 and brought it to the shelf-stable environment so that people can buy it without having to keep it refrigerated. And all of those give consumers a great example of way to snack protein um, while on the go. Given the popularity of protein right now, Barton said the company also is focusing its innovation efforts on its center-of-the-plate proteins by reformulating Oscar Mayer hot dogs to meet consumer desire for ingredients that they can feel good about. We're very proud of um, the reformulation of our Oscar Mayer hot dogs. Um, you know, obviously it's an incredibly iconic brand and one that we're very proud of and has been around and loved since 1929. And I guess, I mean, who doesn't know the jingle for our Oscar Mayer wieners? So as we thought about how we would spend, uh, how we would look at this, we approached the way we approach a lot of our renovations, which is that we never compromise on taste. Um, and what was important was we spent almost a year focusing on the recipe to come up with the world's best hot dogs. Um, and we are actually the first brand to be able to deliver on what people wanted. And what they told us they wanted was no nitrates or nitrites, no artificial preservatives, no byproducts, and we also wanted to make sure that we were able to maintain the price point that Oscar Mayer is known for. And that bundle together was allowed us to give it across all of our entire hot dog line is something that we um, have focused on to get out in advance of our grilling season this year. Um, in terms of the marketing, we really wanted to make sure that uh, the taste was king and that trying was believing, so we made sure that we got that hot dog into consumers' hands. Um, so you'll see the Wienermobile around the country. We went as far as Whittier, Alaska, around the entire country to make sure that we could get a hot dog into every consumer's hand. Another example of the care that Kraft Heinz takes when renovating a brand by cleaning up its ingredient deck is the reformulation of the company's iconic macaroni and cheese. This example is notable because it walks a tightrope between two very different marketing approaches. On the one side is stealth mode and the idea that if a consumer knows something is changing about a brand they love, they may decide it isn't good even before they taste it. And on the other is making a big splash and shouting about the product's cleaner profile. On the mac and cheese example, you know, for such an iconic product that is so well loved by consumers, um, we wanted to make sure that the taste would stand up to the scrutiny. 
So in fact, we weren't that stealth about it, if you think about it. Um, in, uh, in April of 2015, we actually announced that Kraft Mac and Cheese would be on shelf in early 2016 with no artificial flavors, preservatives, or dyes. We actually announced that. Um, but then what we did was we went about reformulating this. So as I said, we were able to take out the artificial flavors and preservatives and dyes out of this product through some great technology from our R&D uh, team. And what we did was we were able to test it side by side with our existing product to ensure it delivered on the same taste. And then what we did was we like to believe was the, basically the biggest taste test in the, the world that the United States had ever seen. So we started shipping boxes uh, in December of 2015 and had them on shelf for three months. And we, we monitored to whether or not see whether or not consumers would be able to tell a difference. And we didn't have any consumers actually call us and tell us they could see a difference. So we knew that we were then delivering what we needed, which was the same great iconic taste of our mac and cheese while delivering the ingredients that we knew consumers wanted. So again, it's a great marketing idea, but it also comes back to what we always strive for, which is to deliver great quality and great taste. Further dissecting Kraft Heinz's approach to marketing the macaroni and cheese makeover, Barton said the decision about whether to boldly advertise innovation or stealthily put it in the market and let consumers decide for themselves varies product by product. That every time we are faced with a new renovation like this, whether it's our mac and cheese business or, um, our, or Oscar Mayer, we do tend to take a look at a couple of things. We take a look at our consumers and what they really want. We take a look at you know, how iconic the, uh, the specific taste is. We'll take a look at um, you know, where the trends are going and make a determination. I would say that, as you can tell from our recent examples, we do tend to be, to be very transparent um, and communicative about these examples. I can give you other examples from Philadelphia to other stuff that we've done on Oscar Mayer um, where we have always communicated the, the change. Um, the only reason we wouldn't communicate it, or we would communicate it on our packaging, <clears throat> but we wouldn't communicate it in advertising, is if we didn't think that it was going to be the number one driver for the consumer in terms of their purchase behavior. Um, rarely that would be a case, so majority of the time, as you can see, we do communicate. We did the same thing. Another example would be on our Capri Sun business, where we communicated the change of our um, high fructose corn syrup to sugar, um, where we were very proud of that change, so we, we communicated that to the consumer. Kraft Heinz's dedication to innovation versus renovation also shines across the company's diverse portfolio, as Barton explained. Another uh, piece of innovation that we did this year that we we're thrilled with is our Philadelphia Cheesecake Cups. And this takes the idea that, che that uh, cheesecakes are actually the number one dessert that people request in terms of Philadelphia, obviously, but they're pretty time-consuming to make. So we brought together the idea of, cream che of uh, cheesecake on one side and the topping on the other. We launched that at the beginning of 2017, and it's off to a great start. And it really brings through the idea of fresh milk, real cream, real fruit, um, all together into this like, delicious, ready-to-eat um, refrigerated cheesecake. We also have some great innovations in our, um, in our beverage business. So um, we just launched in June of 2017, Max by Maxwell House. Um, and we launched a Boost and Indulge line. And the Boost line actually allows consumers to customize their caffeine level. So it's a great example of you know, what people want choices. So this was an example where we were able to bring uh, different levels of caffeine, 1.25, 1.5, and 1.75, um, different times of caffeine in the coffee. Um, and the Indulge brings together that really delicious uh, sweet treat that you want at the end of a, of a hard day's work. 
And finally, we have great news on our Cracker Barrel business, um, which is a brand that's been around for almost 60 years. Um, and we launched in March of 16 uh, Cracker Barrel into the mac and cheese uh, box dinner set. Um, and that was such a huge success that we decided to follow it up with uh, our homemade offering this year. And the homemade offering has a bigger noodle, a richer uh, sauce, and allows you to put a crumbly topping on top, bake it in the oven, and in a few minutes you'll have, or 10-15 minutes, you'll have homemade mac and cheese, or homemade-like mac and cheese. So great examples of some innovation that we've either done or that is coming. The company is also innovating through partnerships based on the old adage that two heads are better than one. And as a result, we'll launch later this fall a new line called Oh That's Good, which they'd made with Oprah Winfrey. Um, oh That's Good, which is a new line from our, our, new, our first line from our joint venture with Oprah Winfrey, our joint venture called Mealtime Stories. Um, that will be launching in October of this year, um, and it will be a line of soup and sides that has no artificial flavors or dyes, and brings together the idea of comfort food with a twist. So for example, we took our mashed potatoes, removed um, some of the moved some of the potato out of it and replaced it with cauliflower and allows the consumer to do the twist that they would have uh, while getting real food um, and then also but at a convenient um, ready to eat experience. So that's something that we're incredibly excited about. It's the first piece to come out of this joint venture with Oprah um, and you'll start to see that showing up in shelves in, in October. Um, it came about, we had a conversation about a year ago with Oprah. Uh, we had a chance to be, have an introduction. We started to talk to her about her love of food um, and what was important to her. And uh, through those initial conversations, it was very clear that there was something that we could do in the, in the refrigerated set. Um, we know it's an area that we thought needed some innovation and some news. And so as we talked to her about where her passions were and what we would, you know, where our passions are, uh, we were able to bring those together, and the idea came from the idea of comfort foods. Again, comfort foods with a twist. Um, so again, mashed potatoes is one of our, our heroes. Uh, the mashed potatoes replaced with cauliflower, and then we also have soups. A good example would be our broccoli cheddar soup, where we took some of the cheese out and replaced it with butternut squash. And what that does is give you an overall great you know, nutritional balance um, versus what's available on the market today. In terms of the marketing, um, you know, we're just in the development phase of the marketing. We expect to have national advertising break in, um, in, in about October of this year, where Oprah will obviously be the star of this. This is a joint venture with her, and she's very involved. She's been involved from the creation of the products, uh, working with our chefs and us to make sure that, and our R&D department to make sure that we have developed this uh, in line with what is her expectations and what her desires and wishes are for the consumer. In addition, we, um, we feel really good about the communication because she's going to have a chance to talk directly to uh, America about her passion for food and, um, and the products. So we'll be spending, a, you'll see a lot of communication starting in October, uh, print, TV, social, radio, everywhere uh, to launch this new product. In terms of packaging, it is going to be um, in, in, you know, it comes in a ready-to-eat container, meaning that, um, that can be heated. Um, and, uh, you know, it's hard for me to describe much past that until you see the package. Innovation at Kraft Heinz isn't just limited to new product development and renovation. It also shines through the company's marketing campaigns, such as the playful Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Mother's Day campaign earlier this year that featured Melissa Moore. 
so the Soil Like a Mother campaign was built off of this insight that I think it was 78% of parents, of mothers, claimed to have uh, sworn in front of their children, which is actually higher than uh, most dads. Um, and so what we thought was this is a great insight because, you know, parents um, who obviously are, you know, obviously are heavy users of our product, of mac and cheese, you know, are, they want to make sure they're not perfect and we don't expect them to be perfect. And so what this did was um, give them an opportunity to take a lighthearted look at that um, and then give them a way to um, deal with that parenting fail, which was, swearing like a, which was swearing in front of their children. So we did a lighthearted take on it. We gave them an opportunity to buy, get a Mother's Day card inside the box of mac and cheese. We also were able to give them earplugs so that if they did swear in front of their kids, they could put them in their ears. And it was a great way to make sure that the brand of Kraft Mac and Cheese continues to be relevant with the, uh, with the next generation of moms and dads. Another example of innovative marketing is when Kraft Heinz played a practical joke on the city of Chicago earlier this year to promote its ketchup. You know, Chicago really is a city that's full of traditions, and as you know, um, one of them is that we never put ketchup on um, on a Chicago dog, and so that's sort of something that we've always believed. And while uh, Heinz respected this tradition, the brand was hoping that we could really get them to reconsider with their anti-ketchup stance, their, reconsider the anti-ketchup stance. So for National Hot Dog Day, Kraft, or Kraft Heinz unveiled Chicago dog sauce, a delicious sauce made with red ripe tomatoes and a special blend of spices and, and flavorings to complement the Chicago-style dog. Um, and we knew that there was going to be a really strong response and a passionate response. Um, and what we really want to show is that we love Chicago and we want Chicago to love Heinz back. And so it was a great example of how we continue to drive the conversation um, with our brand and generate buzz and earn impressions. Um, in having relevant conversations with our, with our consumers and with our brands. Reflecting on all that Kraft Heinz has achieved in innovation as well as her long career with other major companies, Barton says that the main takeaway for innovation to be successful is for it to be based on consumer needs. Um, the one thing that I instill in my team that I learned early in my career and that you know, I know believe is, is also part of, ironically, the values here at Kraft Heinz is the consumer has to come first. Um, and when the consumer is at the center of everything and you are meeting the consumer needs, you will succeed. Often when we have problems um, in innovation or companies that see problems in innovation, it's because they're not fundamentally listening to the consumer and what her needs are. And while she, can't, she or he cannot always articulate that to you, what you really need to do is to listen and dig deep to understand um, her, her and his motivations. Um, and when you do that, and when we've done that, which we've done it repeatedly with our hot dogs, with mac and cheese, with Capri Sun, with Maxwell House, with all of our brands, we win. Um, and that's something that I learned uh, and I've, I've applied across my career um, and applied to most of the, almost every interaction I have. When you put the consumer first, you win. And with that, we've come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and will tune in again next week for another installment. Until then, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive and profitable week.